Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. Turn it up a little bit. Jesus Christ, what are you doing? Welcome back to my podcast, 24's podcast, the best video gaming and sports podcast on the entire internet. Gonna finish off the weekend. Like I finished off the last podcast, excuse me, two podcasts ago. I thought it was going to be that I was going to just wait a couple of hours, maybe one or two. Turns out I'm, I'm coming back at 9 o'clock. The game has been long over with. Going to cast the full game. I know that it's going to be 3-0 to zero sometime during the game. But we're going to watch another XFL game, the final XFL game of the weekend. Dallas versus I think St. Louis supposed to be Dallas is supposed to be the best team in the XFL they're they're missing their starting quarterback I saw that the score was three to zero some somewhere in the game but we'll see just how well Dallas can play right here ladies and gentlemen on 24's podcast So, quick little disclaimer here, because I'm probably going to talk about it. Quarterback of the Dallas Renegades. Uh, the starter, he's injured. He's hurt. He is not going to play this game. You know, I don't ever want to hear anyone saying that the Oakland Raiders don't fill up a stadium. Because I'm watching this stadium. They're playing in a baseball stadium. I think it was the Rangers stadium. That stadium, it's not filled up at all. Like, we're talking the second and the third rows. They're completely empty. Everything is empty. I don't want. I don't ever want to hear anybody ever say that the Oakland Raiders can't fill up a stadium when the XFL they can't even fill up the damn they they can't fill up anything. I don't want to hear it at all. So this new guy, what's his face, uh, number nine, he's coming on the field right now. He's on the field, and he's not the starter for the uh, the Dallas Renegades. It's some other guy. I don't know. Apparently, he's been the face of the league. It's Philip Nelson. He's the starting quarterback because the other guy was injured. Apparently, Philip Nelson, not Philip Nelson, but the other guy, Lane Johnson, not Lane Johnson, that's a right tackle or right guard for the Eagles. I don't know what his name is. Quincy Johnson. I think that's his name. Bad pass already from Philip Rivers or what? Philip, whatever his name is, on first and 10. But he's not the starter, so the quarterback play is probably going to be a little bit uh, lesser than what it probably should be. I don't know. We'll see. Second and 10 now. Running back. Probably going to be used as protection. Flanked left, not right. Well, actually, it could be a run play. No, he's just going to go out in the flat. He's looking. Nice, easy play. Nice completion for number three. Wide receiver. Bob Stoops' his team, the Dallas Renegades. Offensive I think he's an offensive coach. Where is he from? I don't know. I don't know what team he's from. I don't know what team he plays for. I don't know any of that stuff. Or what team he coached for, I should say. First and 10 after they complete. By the way, where are they? At the 47-yard line of the St. Louis. I don't know what the fuck their team is. (laughs) I don't don't know. It's the star. I'll call them the Archangels. Right? 
or the angels, whatever they're called. What are, I don't care what they're called. On first down, they try and throw. They get they get an easy completion to I think the running back, but he he gains how many yards? Like five, six, seven, eight, something like that. Second down now. Five, six, seven, eight. He gained only three yards. What am I talking about? Second and seven. Bang. They're at the 50-yard line. Bang. They try to set up a weird screen. It kind of worked because they the defensive players, they were just missing assignments. They were discombobulated. I was like, what? I was like, this isn't going to work well. He throws it. It's a nice completion. All right. His first throw of the season wasn't very good. This throw, all right. I like that. Here we go. Philip Lindsay. I don't know what the fuck his name. His name is Philip Lindsay, right? Or something like that. It's going to be first and 10, 42 yard line. Philip Lindsay throws it. Bang. Wide receiver. Wide receiver puts a move on on a guy. A lot of people fall over and fall down all the time in the XFL. That's exactly what happened. The defender fell down. Wide receiver. It looked like he either picked up a first down or he got really, really close to picking uh, to getting the first down. Here we go. 35-yard line of St. Louis. Dallas is now driving. I should just say the city names instead of trying to say the team names because the city names are so much better than the team names. Dallas is driving. Dallas just got a first down. What a surprise. They just got it. They ran it on, I think, second down. Picked up the first down. It was second and short. Maybe third and short. I don't know what it was. It doesn't matter. It's first down now. 28-yard line of St. Louis. Quarterback for Dallas in the shotgun, flanked right. Let's see what happens. First and 10. Motions, wide receiver to the other side of the football field. What? 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 Why would he do that? What? So they motion the wide receiver, the guy that was in motion, to go, to take this long route, you know, to go behind the quarterback, not just, you know, not not in front. So he takes this wide-ranging, wide arc of a, you know, of a uh, of a movement. They snap the ball. He's still in the back. He's pretty much in the backfield. And the quarterback, for some weird reason, throws him. It's second and 15 now because he took a really, really bad loss. Apparently, he just likes losing yards because he just lost another one to two yard right there. Tried to give it to the running back end. You know, it didn't go anywhere. Third down now, and like 16, maybe 17. Yep, third and 16. I was about to say, you know what, this guy, he's had a pretty good start. And then he goes and two consecutive plays, makes really, really bad decisions, excuse me. Third and 16. What are you going to do here, Mr. Quarterback? Bang, they snap it to him. Blitz, they pick it up pretty well, but he's he's not a runner. He tries to run out of the pocket. You know how I say a guy steps up and out? This guy, he just tries to run, and he's not a very fast quarterback. He should have just thrown it away. He takes a sack. This this doesn't have the the wheels, you know? Weirdly enough, a lot of guys in the XFL, they can run. They can run with the football. It's just this guy, eh, eh. Didn't really do anything with it. So... You know, you expect bad quarterback play from Dallas because right now their quarterback is the second stringer and, you know, a second stringer on a team that 
doesn't have a you know doesn't have an NFL ready quarterback. It's like it's like you know come on like all right. All that is pretty much just me trying to say I don't expect a whole lot from the Dallas quarterback. I expect more from the Steelers or St. Louis, excuse me, from their quarterback because he's an actual starter. Who is this guy? Who is he? What's his name? Looks like Marcus Mariota with tattoos. They're not telling me what his name is. What the hell is his name? Show me his name. Tamu? You know what I liked? And I said this about Fox. I was like, Fox has the better broadcast than ESPN. I'm so happy ESPN doesn't cast a Super Bowl. Because usually, whenever some of these guys are on the football field, they just put their numbers on the screen so that way I can read read the numbers. But here, they don't put the numbers on the screen. They don't put who this guy is at quarterback. I don't know anything about this guy because they because I have the TV on mute and they didn't show me his numbers. I don't know who the hell this guy is. I wish NBC got one of these football games, but NBC they don't have like they don't they don't do sports overall. They like they have they have the Sunday night and that's pretty much it. They have some shows here and there, but it's like NBC Sports and NBC Sports it's not as big as Fox or ESPN. They run the football twice. Once on first down, twice, excuse me, on second down. On second down and 5 by the way, they do get it. They gain like 8 yards. And by get it, I mean the first down. By the way, St. Louis, they're pretty much backed up at their own five. They're starting to get some leeway. They're starting to string together a drive here. At least they're trying to. The quarterback is not thrown at all. It's going to be, excuse me, they weren't at their five. Or, yeah, I think they were, but now they're at the 19. So as soon as I say he hasn't thrown in on first down, they play fake it, pulls the ball. It's kind of like a read option play. He read the defense and he threw it to his tight end, his big boy tight end. Let me see it. Bang. Bang. Yep, it's read option. Gives it to his tight end. Maybe it's RPO, run pass option. Because it wasn't necessarily like he was reading the defense, pulled the ball and ran. It was more like RPO, pulled the ball to throw. They're going to give it to the running back again. You know, I like this offense. Pretty healthy. They only gained two yards on the run, but pretty healthy balance of run and pass. Second down now. They only gained two yards on that last play, but, you know, can't gain five yards on every run. Unless you're St. Louis against the Packers, not St. Louis, San Francisco against the Packers, where they just let Raheem Morstead run up and down the, the field to the Super Bowl, pretty much. I'm pretty sure he ran all the way to Miami, second and seven. Tamu gives it to his running back again. His running back gets stuffed at the line of scrimmage. Gets stopped by a guy, I I don't know it's Jersey. It's Chabo. Chibo, something like that. Here we go. On third and six, Tamu. He's in the shotgun. Now he's in the pistol. Flank left by his running back. Direct snap to him. He's looking. He he doesn't fire. He dumps it off in the flat to his running back, and his running back loses two two yards. Can people take shots? I'm just saying, just saying. And by the way, by the way, talked about this a lot on the on on the earlier podcast. By the way, let me just make sure. Let me just make sure that I actually uploaded uh, the last podcast. I'm I'm like a thousand percent sure I did. Did I do it? Yes, sir, I did. Okay, 
Because I titled it the worst game of the weekend. I'm like, Jesus Christ. It's terrible to watch. I'm like, I stopped watching it after an hour. Because it was such a blowout and it was such bad football. I was like, I'm out. I'm done. Can't do it. Won't do it. Not going to even try to do it. But I completely forgot to upload the Houston podcast. Marquette King, I think. He's the kicker for St. Louis. Pretty sure he is. Because he wasn't on an NFL team, and now he's on the St. Louis team. He's the kicker that did a bunch of dances. I don't know why he was out of the NFL. I thought he was a great kicker, which he was. Like, he was one of the best kickers in the league. But I guess teams, they didn't want to put up with him celebrating kicks. It's like, what? It's like, that's one of the dumbest things I've ever heard of in my entire life. So it's a baseball stadium for the Texas Rangers. It is the baseball. I was like, I thought it was the, the baseball stadium for the Rangers. So they're showing how they converted it to a football stadium, Globe Life Park, underwent $10 million renovation for XFL, home field of Texas Rangers until 2019. Oh, okay. So I guess the Rangers, they got a new stadium. I I don't follow baseball at all. So it's like, that makes sense. Like, do the Rangers, they still own that stadium? Or, like, I mean, it's like, hell, if it's a free stadium, I'll take a free stadium. $10 million? That's freaking chump chains. Like, they'll take that. Baseball stadium? Large attendees? All right. Here we go. They try and run it on first down. The, uh, the Dallas team, Dallas Renegades. I actually like the Renegades. I like that name. But it's like, why wouldn't you name the New Yorkers the New York Renegades? Like that, that the New York the New Yorker Renegades, or I, I don't know what the hell. It's like it makes sense that New York would be the Renegades, because or or the Rebels or whatever you want to call them, ruffians, outlaws. Boom! There you go. Dallas outlaws, New York Renegades. How hard is this? I'm like I'm I'm like there's got to be some better you know some better. Uh, 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 like nickname that I can come up with some of these guys. I'm like Dallas Renegades, I'm like the or the New Yorkers. They could be fuck. They could be the Outlaws. How about the L.A.? They could be. They, they they're the fucking Wildcats. Why can't L.A. be the Outlaws? Come on, man. You're not thinking this through. You're not thinking about this. L.A. Outlaws, New York Outlaws. They go three and out again. By the way, the uh, well. Dallas didn't go three and out the first time. They're going to go three and out now. Like I'm trying to think of team names as both teams do. A whole lot of nothing on uh, on the first two series that they got. Isn't this going to be Tamu's second time? Not first, but second time. No, third time. He didn't do anything on the last uh, on the last drive. Here we go. So Tamu, he's going to give the run the ball to the running back, excuse me, and he's going to gain like three, four yards. Get better team names. How are you? Like they're like we're going to name the the teams after the cities, and we're going to. Oh, okay. I think they're called the Battle Hawks. That's what they're called. The uh, the St. Louis Battle Hawks. That's what they're called. Okay, whatever. I'm reading it off of like uh, one of the offensive coordinators' jackets. Like the Battle Hawks. What? Why not why not just make them the St. Louis Steers? That makes more sense, right? St. Louis, I don't know where that is, but I'm assuming that's like Midwest, right? Hello. Hello, like Doesn't that make sense? Just saying. 
They should hire me. Whoever whoever did these team names, fire him, hire me. Like, I'm coming up with way better freaking names than these guys. Bang. Maybe an interception. No, they're not. No, that's not an interception. Like, maybe an interception. I don't know. No. They tried to give it to a guy in the flat. He dropped the pass. Almost picked by the defense on third and seven. Here we go. Tamu. Um, not really looking so so good. Rolls to his left. He fires. Incomplete. They're looking for a flag. They probably are going to get it. 28, what are you doing, man? Look out for the ball. Turn around. Get your head around. It's going forward. It looks like it will be pass interference on the defense. By the way, should mention this. Um, early, early, early predictions on who's going to win the tournament. I think it's going to be Houston, uh, the playoffs. I think they got the best team overall. If guys can actually catch the football, I think Houston will probably win it. They got P.J. Walker. He's easily the best quarterback right now in the league, in my opinion. I think he's the best player in the league. Like, right now. Um, based upon offense, like, there's no guy on defense that really, like, pops out at me and is like, wow, this guy is really creating havoc on the defensive side of the football field and then I look on the offensive side and I've seen pretty much I've seen it not pretty much I've seen every quarterback in the league and I'm like no one's no one's doing anything that 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 shows me that you are a developed quarterback like like all of them I understand why they're not on an NFL team is pretty much what I'm trying to say I'm like all of you guys got issues all of you like I get it PJ Walker I don't get it like now, obviously, he's got to string together games. Obviously, he's got to, you know, he's got to, he's got to be consistent. But it's like if what I saw last night transfers to the entire season, like he made he made the team, he made LA look like a bunch of chumps. He made them look ridiculous for like two hours straight. Tamu fires down the football field. Nice pass by Tamu. It's caught by his wide receiver. That's a great ball. But I'm like, Walker was making people look ridiculous. Fifth round draft pick for, for the Colts. Some people are going to ask me, well, why wasn't he, why why didn't he get a shot? Well, I, I can't tell you why he didn't get a shot, but he was drafted, I think, in 2016. He, uh, what was it? What did he do? Not what did he do, but what did the Colts do? They had, obviously, Andrew Luck. They wanted to probably go with Jacoby Brissett. And, um, that's, that's kind of what happened. I can't tell you what happened during the last, during the two years that he was hurt, pretty much. Can't tell you. What I can tell you, probably made a mistake on this P.J. Walker guy. Just saying. It's literally like Kyler Murray. Except if Kyler Murray was more technically sound. Now, again, we'll see. Maybe, maybe he, maybe he, he got lucky. Maybe he had one great game. Then he can't do anything else. Maybe he deserves to be in this league. Or maybe just saw something special that could potentially be an NFL quarterback. 24 on the stop. It's 30 and 11 now. They're at, they're almost at midfield. They're at the 45-yard line, it looks like, of the, uh, the St. Louis team. 
St. Louis trying to do something, anything right now with Tamu, but Tamu, man, and this is kind of what I was like afraid of. I was like, man, like the attendance. We'll 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 check the numbers. We'll see about the numbers when they come out, obviously. But it's like two back to back games where the quarterback play has has not been. There you go. So Tamu, he, he can run. Quarterback play has not been great. And the reason why I talk about the quarterback play, let's be honest. How you sell your league is by selling your star players. I don't know anybody besides the quarterbacks. And nobody watches a guy more than they watch the quarterback. Like, it's just that simple. You, if you don't have interesting, good quarterbacks, your league is going to stink. So if you like, you got to have them. First and 10 after Tamu's nice rung. Uh, run, excuse me, they were at the 38-yard line, now they're going to be 33, 32-yard line of the Dallas Renegades, so they were already inside Dallas territory, now they're definitely, now, now they're even more inside Dallas territory, Bob Stoops, hands on his knees, he's figuring out, he's not, a, he doesn't even have his headset, his microphone on his face, he put it up because he's like, I, I'm not a, I'm not a coach, it looks like false start on the offense, it's coming back, Killed the play pretty much as soon as it happened. Yep, false start. Offense. It's coming back. I'm like, you got to have quarterbacks, man. You got to have star players, and they got to be your quarterbacks. Because at the end of the day, quarterback, they're going to be making the biggest plays. First quarter, 55 seconds left in the first. I did not have that nap, by the way. I'm like, I'm looking at my, my time. I'm like, I'm 22 minutes in. I'm did not have a nap. Didn't need a nap. 38-yard line of Dallas. Running back slips, and he gets tackled behind the line of scrimmage. They got to do something either about cleats or about the uh, the turf because dudes are falling and tripping like there's ice on the field, man. Like, I'm like, damn, like, that guy fell again? That's the call on the field, ref. What is it? Okay, so they're just saying that the guy was down by contact. I'm like, I could have figured that one out. I guess they were looking for a fumble. They didn't get it. I think it's it's whatever. It's fine. By the way, Troy Aikman is there. I saw an in, I saw the interview with Pat McAfee. Troy Troy's there on the football field right now. He's watching a football game. Literally, his restaurant right across the street from from the Rangers Stadium makes a lot of sense to put a restaurant right there. You get a bunch of drunk people into that restaurant. You get a bunch of, you know, fancy people before that restaurant. Like, let's say it's a, a sports bar, right? Get people in, in in the stadium or in the restaurant as the game is going on. You get people out of, the, like, a lot of potential. So right now, they got some rules people looking. Call on the field right now is that the rules, is that the ruling on the field is, uh, the runner was down by contact. I don't know. I I don't know if he was or wasn't. What what is it? So it's a fumble by Dallas. Fumble by Dallas, and they got the football. I think they did. Yep, defense is coming off the football field. Nobody touched him. He slides. He gets up. Then he fumbles the football, I guess. Pat McAfee was on <laughs> he was on the field watching the game, like not not as in 
the sidelines, but he was like on the field, like on like in between the whites as that play was going on. I'm like, he wants to get right into the action. I was like, when I heard Pat McAfee was was going to be on this football game when he was going to be casting this football game, I thought he was going to be. He, he said he was going to be there on Sunday for Dallas versus St. Louis. And I was like, oh, okay, he's going to be casting the game, right? No, he's a sideline reporter. I'm like, what are you doing, ESPN? I would I would have watched this game after this game was over with if Pat McAfee was uh, the play-by-play or if he was the analyst. Like, what are you doing, ESPN? Like, I don't know the guys that you got in the booth right now. I'm like, come on, man. I know Pat McAfee. Come on. He's a former NFL player. Come on, man. End of the first quarter for 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 the game zero to zero right now. Saw in the second quarter, and he's interviewing the quarterback right now of Dallas. Saw that in the second quarter, uh, they'll score. But you know, it's it's the second quarter now. Start of the second quarter, early in the second quarter. He's there. Troy is there. I'm not gonna lie to you. So, a lot of people think that this league will be a, a success. I said, in the next two to three years, we'll figure it out. Now, let me preface this by saying this, right? So, what usually happens in these supplemental, in, excuse me, in these supplemental leagues is that the bigger leagues, 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 they take advantage of the supplemental leagues, meaning that they look at the rules and they look at the implementation implementation of some of the rules and they're like maybe we can adopt this maybe we can adopt that How, what can we do to make our league better by watching all of these other leagues you see it all the time with the NBA and some of their league and some of the supplemental leagues there you see it in the NFL and the A and the the AFL or the AAF I forgot what it was called Alliance American Football Allegiance of American Football I don't know what the fuck it was called but that league went under pretty quickly. Some other leagues, like the NFL, they learn from these other leagues. So you kind of see the rule implementation. Oh, he, he caught that football. I thought it got picked. But you see, you know, implementation of certain rules. You see what's going to happen later on in the NFL. Because some of the stuff that they're doing right now, they want to put into the NFL. But they're like, eh, we don't really... Like, essentially supplemental leagues to the big leagues... They're like guinea pigs. They're like, well, let's test this out. Let's see what's this going on. Let's see how this is running. Da 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 da. Oh, it's kind of interesting. First and ten now. They call. What is it? Is it an off? What what is going on here? So they blow. They blow something dead. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I think they reset the ball. Or no, not reset the ball, but they replace the ball. It was like first and 10 at the 36. Now it's going to be second and maybe like six, maybe five. Okay. All right. It'll be second down now. Second and seven. Not a lot of cheer about. And thankfully, ESPN, they finally kind of got their crew together because last week or last night, they were literally interviewing everybody. They were talking to everybody. They had two reporters. They only have one now, and it's Pat McAfee. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie to you. That's that's all you need. That's all you need. You don't need two guys. You only need one. 
And it's like, it's literally like last night, it was literally that they were trying to compete with, with each other, trying to get the interview, trying to get the scoop. Thank God that's over with. All right, third and five. And they kind of didn't understand boundaries. Third and five now. Dallas trying to make a play here. They're going to give it to their running back. He gets stuffed kind of behind the line, but he charges forward. Gains maybe two, three yards. They may go forward on on fourth down. A lot of teams, they love to go forward on fourth down. I love this style of play where it's like, listen, we're going to be on four down territory. We're going to get shots. We're going to get shots to we're going to get shots to score a lot of points here. Just that simple. Field is very very short. If uh, if I mean if we pretty much do our jobs, we can get some really really nice returns. On top of that, the rules are bent for returns. Da 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 da. da. A lot of fourth down conversions, by the way, like. I haven't seen a lot of four, a lot of early fourth down attempts not be converted. Like they always get converted, and they got converted here again on first and ten. This guy number nine, I don't know what the hell his name is. Philip Nelson. There you go. Read his back plate. He's having an okay game so far. First and ten, twenty-one yard line. They're gonna give it to the guy to the running back in the flat. He trucks forward for four yards, maybe three. Second down now. So far, you know, I mean, what can I say about Dallas? They've had a pretty okay game. I think, you know, I think some of these teams, some of the some of the talent is there. You know, supplemental leagues, I talked about how the NFL looks at it and they're like, what can we take away it's not just themes, it's not just rules, it's not just schematics, it's also players and coaches. I think Pep Hamilton, I think he was a quarterback coach in Cleveland for in 2016, then he joined with another team, and then he was with the Michigan Wolverines last year. Now he's a head coach in the, in the, uh, in the XFL. I think he could be, depending on how good his team can play, again for eight straight games, he could be an interesting name to think of. And then on top of that, you got uh, P.J. Walker. Keep talking about him, but he had a phenomenal game last night. Third and four, it's incompleted. It's incomplete. He tries to complete it to his wide receiver, but it gets batted around. Was a first down. Was a first down. Yeah, and he, he 1,000% should have caught it. Is that an interception? I couldn't see because of the uh, of the ESPN freaking thing. I couldn't see it because of the, the graphics. No, that's not a completion. He didn't drop it. It just hit the ground before he could catch it. So it's fourth and four now. They're just going to kick it. Bang. That's the three to zero that I saw before the game started. So it's good. They're going to jog off the field. I mean, it should have been good. Like if you miss like a 30-something yard field goal... We got issues. We got a lot of issues. You miss an easy field goal like that, chop, chop, please. I wish I would have missed an easy field goal like that. Pat McAfee is now interviewing him. And listen, there are some teams. There are some t- teams that play in the XFL that got the talent. Other teams, uh, no, no, they don't. 
there was this red bar on my screen. It was just a it was just a trade. I'm like, oh my god, I don't care about trades. So I'm like in baseball. I'm like, do I care about trades in baseball? Eh, I'll pass. Nelson, the quarterback, is talking to his guys on the sideline. Meanwhile, Tamu, should I just start calling him Corona? Nah, that sounds that's way too much of a jackass thing to do to call everybody Corona. <laughs> oh my god. Running back powers through like the entirety of the uh of the Dallas defense. Almost gains a first down. Chatting with some of the guys on the sideline of uh of the of the Dallas team. They're dapping him up on the sideline. Is that the head coach or is that the offensive coordinator? I can't tell for for St. Louis. They keep going to him and I'm like, who is that? He, he kind of looks familiar. I'm like, I don't know who that is. Third and one. Tamu in the shotgun, flank left, play fakes it. It's gonna be a quarterback run. Of course it is. He's gonna gain the first down. I mean it was third and one. Gains the first down. Oh no, that wasn't Tamu. That I'm I'm like, man, that, that it was white. <laughs> I think his name is Fitzgerald, not, not, uh, what's his name? Yeah, it's Fitzgerald. I'm like, Tamu. Tamu. I'm like, no, I'm not going to lie to you. He ran pretty well. <laughs> he ran pretty well, you know? He ran pretty well. He ran between tackles. You know, he understood where he was going with the football. He, I'm like, man, Tamu just got really, really slow for some reason. Got to play fake it to the running back, Tamu. Deep drop back, rolls out, bang. That's a nice, I'm, I'm like, he had a nice pocket, but he just, he just didn't deliver the football. Like, Tamu, got to deliver that dang on football. Going to be second and ten now. Can Tamu win this football game for the, listen, Dallas is down. Dallas is, Dallas is down a quarterback. You guys, you guys got to show up here. Second and ten. A play fake, no, not a play fake. They're going to hand it off to the running back. Running back. Gets down behind the line of scrimmage. What's calling the field, ref? Holding? Probably. Holding? Holding? Yep. Offense. Number 85. It's coming back. All right. This game is going along swimmingly. I'm not going to lie to you. I cannot wait. You know, I, I put in, I watched like four A, not AAF, AFF. AAF. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. I, I watch a lot of football this weekend. I'm not going to lie to you. I cannot wait to be able to talk about this, have a wrap up on Monday, get, get rid of all this and then be able to come back maybe next week and kind of just pick out the teams that I'm going to watch. Cause I'm not going to watch every single team. I'm not going to lie to you. I may watch Dallas again. I'm going to watch Houston again. I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'll do two games. Two games that I'll cast, and then I'll watch the other two games live. I mean, probably pre-recorded, if I'm honest with you. I'm like, like I'll just watch the other two games pre-recorded or something like that. I don't know. I'm like, man, I'm not going to watch sucky teams like twice. I'm not going to commit to that. To that. Just going to have two podcasts on the weekend. But it's like I got four, you know. That's a lot of podcasting. It's like four hours. Like six, 
eight, I'm about seven hours, I think, if this is two hours. That's a lot of hours. Third and 20 now. Tamu, shotgun flank left. I don't know what they're trying to figure out after the holding call. It's going to be third and 20, but they're trying to, the refs, they're talking to one another. I don't know what the hell's going on here. They're just talking. What is going on here? So Pat McAfee, I, I love, I, oh man, I gotta watch this game back with the sound on. So Pat McAfee, right now, he's told he's getting yelled at to get off the field right now. I love him. I love, I love me some Pat McAfee. He's told right now to get off the field, even though. He was told to to be more aggressive with uh, with his interviews. I love it. I love it. I love it. What is going on? And Pat McAfee, like he's been on the field during a lot of these plays. There's no way. There's no. What's going on here? Where's Pat McAfee? I think he's behind, so he's not. Like he's not up the field; he's he's essentially behind the offense. So, like, he, there's no way he can interfere interfere, excuse me, with the game. So they're talking about the female officials, which I think they have a female in every. They have like a female official in every single football game. Yeah, I just saw Pat McAfee. Bang. Wait, did they blow? No, no, no. Oh, okay. I was like, why Why is it third and 20? I was like, did they just blow the play dead? No, uh, Tamu just threw the ball into the turf. Okay. I don't know what's going on right now. Everybody's standing around. Pat McAfee doesn't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. They're all just standing around. I don't know. I don't know. They're just going to blow, not even the play dead, they're just going to stop the game. They're trying to figure out if, if one of the guys was, it's intentional grounding. Okay. So third and 20 now. They were trying to figure out if it was intentional grounding. I'm like, that's not intentional grounding, is that? And another flag just flew. Probably false start. Looks like it's false start. I'll start. Yep. 
I can just, ugh, God, this is a disaster. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh my God, I'm, I'm like, I'm watching the game. I'm like, what, what, what is going on here? Why, why is this taking so long? Okay, third and 25 now. After multiple penalties, I mean, hell, I, I talked about this a little bit on the last podcast. I, I talked about it. It would be really, really interesting to see, you know, a great coach like Bob Stoops, Stoops, excuse me. Uh, coach a team like this, an XFL team, a supplemental team, a, a team without a lot of talent. And the reason why is, yes, this is kind of a shot at Jason Garrett. It's kind of interesting. It's like a team, uh, a team with a you know an NFL head coach, a college head coach, whatever you want to call Bob Stoops. His team only has one penalty for five yards. The other team has four penalties for thirty-three yards in the first half. That's if you don't know penalties, that's a lot of penalties. And with a starting quarterback, with a defense, I mean, like, they they haven't scored any points, the, uh, the St. Louis team, and the Dallas team, they have. And I, like, I'm surprised, man. Because I, I was like, man, Dallas is going to win this game, right? They're, they're one of the best teams in the league. It's like, yeah, but they're also missing their starting quarterback. I'm like, eh, I don't know, man. I've seen some of these backup quarterbacks, and the play from from some of these dudes, it, it drops off drastically. First and ten, they're going to just give it to the running back on a toss sweep. Is that Lance Dunbar? I think that was Lance Dunbar. Uh, that was Lance Dunbar or somebody else, but we'll, we'll kind of see who it was. Not going to lie to you, not a lot. They run the Wildcat. Who do they run the Wildcat with? I don't know. Who was that? Artist Payne. Just ran the Wildcat. Now it's going to be third down now. After uh, pretty much going nowhere. And I can't even show you the play because ESPN, for some weird reason, they always focus on the players instead of the field. So the ball gets snapped, and I can't see the beginning of the play because ESPN, thank you very much, showed a safety instead of the actual field. So... What they're running? They've been running the Wildcat for like the last couple of plays. They're gonna give it to Lance Dunbar. Okay, that's dumb. Don't don't ever do that ever again. I think on like two or three plays they ran the the Wildcat. I can't. I can't. And it, and it was on. Yeah. So Lance Dunbar, he's one thousand percent on on the field. He's twenty five. That was his. That was his uh, jersey in Dallas. And uh, they get stuffed on fourth down. So that was. The dumbest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. You run... They ran two Wildcat plays. Maybe even three. And they were consecutive. They were like, let's, you know, let's get the quarterback out there. Way too much quarterback. Tired of the quarterback handing off the football. Let's just, let's just expedite the process. Get that running back in there. Let's have three handoffs. Or not even handoffs. Let's just have the, have the running back be the guy that gets the football. Like, we're going to give it to him anyways. Might as well just run the damn Wildcat. Still three to zero. Uh, field positioning doesn't even matter at this point, which is why I haven't really talked about it at all. I mean, technically they're they're at the forty, the forty-seven yard line of the Steelers of the St. Louis team, and it is St. Louis who has the football because Dallas turned it over on downs. But it's like it doesn't even matter. Let me guess, another flag. Yep, false start against St. Louis. So. Anyways, going back to what I was talking about earlier, I'm like, it doesn't even matter where they are on the football field because they're not going to score. 
Like, if they scored, they would have done it by now. It's 3-0. to zero. It's like, they're killing themselves with penalties and, and just bad play overall. Jesus Christ. Second and six. Tamu, shotgun, flanked right, 24. Right beside him. Gonna play fake it. Oh, no, it's a jet sweep. Give it to him. That's, you know, that's a first down. That's a pretty good play. Didn't look like it. Cameraman was fooled. Pearson L, number 16 on the jet sweep. Good play by him. First down. Three minutes, 40-something seconds left in the in the first half. We'll see what happens here. First and 10. Tamu! 49-yard line. He's just going to take it in, and he's going to run it. Gains like five, six, seven, eight yards. Man, is this game boring. <laughs> I'm like... Man, is this game boring. I, I, I'm like, my my worst nightmare has occurred. I'm watching this league right now, man. I'm, I'm like, I don't know how long this league can last when it's just this boring, when, when A, fans aren't invested into this. Like, we're talking, you got a minimal amount of people here watching the football games. B, people aren't actually in the stadiums. Like, like essentially... The same arguments that you can make with the WNBA, you can make with the XFL. Attendance and viewership. It's like, why have this league when nobody's watching it, essentially? And then on top of that, like, I'm watching it because, like, I love football. And I watch it, pretty much. I mean, I'll I'll barely watch college football, to be honest with you. But I'm like, I watch the NFL all day long. But college football, high school football? Mm, not, Not so much. Like, Cincinnati Bengals, Broncos, eh, not so much. I like good football, you know? I watch football, but I'm not necessarily going to watch bad football. Especially when it's readily available to me. I'm like, I don't want to watch bad football. The rest are stopping the game again. I don't know why. I think it's a timeout. Yep, timeout. Maybe even two-minute warning. Because it was like three, three, four minutes something, three minutes, 40 something seconds. I don't know. So here's his interview with Troy Aikman. I thought it was at the top of the second quarter. It's not. It's at the bottom. I thought it was. I, I was like, I can't. I, I thought it was like 10 minutes left. He's getting interviewed right now with Pat McAfee. They're talking about how the the league is great. A lot of, a lot of former players, a lot of current players, they all love it. I love it. I love the concept of it. Just with some of the play, some of the games were better, you know? It's like, some of the fans, man, they're not coming out to watch because it's like, why would we watch a team that we're not affiliated with? Quarterback throws down the field. Tamu throws down the field. Incomplete pass for his big boy tied in. Had a touchdown, too. Had a touchdown, too. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see. I'm not against the the XFL. I'm just like, how long can you guys last if your best players are like, why would we stay in the league when we can just go to the NFL and make like a shit ton more money? Like they're only getting paid $800,000 per game, essentially. Not per game, excuse me, uh, per season. They're getting paid 100000 per game. Like, why would they make eight hundred k a year? which is a fuck ton of money 
for like any normal person. But to those guys, it's like, listen, there's way more money to be made and you could make it if you join the NFL, even if like, even if you're, I, I think it's like one of the, uh, one, one of the easiest jobs to make like a couple million dollars off of is like being a, being a, a bench player or being a reserve player because you make a couple hundred, hundred thousand dollars just being on that reserve team it's like they, they got to keep you or whatever, and it's just it's just the easiest fucking money you make. You work out, you lift weights, you don't play. <laughs> like, you don't play, but it's like you, you just get to kick your feet up. It's pretty much it's like you make hundreds of thousands of dollars annually, and you do nothing. It's the easiest job ever. It's like I just want to make hundreds of thousands of dollars to work out and be in sweat. Like, you get a great seat to the football game. Man, I would kill to have that job. Like, come to think of it, I get to work out with, with, with the boys. I get to work out with the guys on the football team. I get to sit there and I get to cheer on my football team. Come on, man. Yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing better that you like that. And if my team goes to the Super Bowl, I get a ring. Like, ah, like how easy is that? That's great. That's fantastic. Second and four. That's the easiest money you can get. Tamu. Oh, by the way, they're in the uh, they're at the twenty two yard line of Dallas. Uh, scratch that; it's going to be first down, and now they're inside the uh, the twenty yard line of Dallas. Two minute warning timing rules: plays that end in the field, in field plays that end in field of play. Game clock stops for ball spot in five second runoff of play clock. What is the incomplete passes? Incomplete pass, passes and out-of-bounds plays. Game clock will stop until the ball is snapped. Okay, so that's just NFL rule. Different rules for two-minute warning, which is great because, you know, two minutes, pretty pretty important drives that you can string together here, get some points here. And then I think, that because Dallas received, I think they received it, guess who's going to get the ball back in the second half? The team that is currently driving right now. First and ten. Now at the 16-yard line of Dallas. Tamu, shotgun flank right. Pitches it to his running back. His running back, a lot of room to run, and that's a touchdown. <laughs> I'm like, he just ran through the defense. Ran through the entire defense. I'm like, I thought he was going to get tackled. He did not get tackled. Nobody decided to tackle him. He ran into a bunch of just Dallas renegades. And now it's going to be a touchdown for him. Ford, number 36. Great job by him. Are they going to go for what? What player are they going to go for? It looks like they're going to go for a two-point play. Yep, they're going to go for a two-pointer. Also, I should explain how uh, the two-point, the three-point, and the one-point works. So instead of kicking a field goal, thank God for an extra point, you can either take the extra point, the two-point, or the three-point. Now, what does that mean, take the extra point? So, taking the extra point means... You pretty much have to score again. You have to get the ball to the end zone again, but instead of instead of you know uh, taking it, well, getting the ball at like on the one or the two or the three, it's going to be at the two yard line. So you got to score again, but it's going to be from the two. Now that's the extra point. The two points are going to be at the five. So you got to score from the five. If you want the three, you got to score from the ten. And I said this the first time I saw the rule. I was like, wow, that, that's doable. Like, all three are doable. But 
you know, it's just, what do you want to do? Do you want to always go for the three? Do you want to always go for the two? A lot of coaches, what they do is they take the two instead of the one. Some of them do. Maybe not all of them, but some of them definitely do. They're like, it's only five, It's only three more yards. We can't score on, a, on an additional three yards. They don't get the extra point, by the way, or the or the extra two points. It's funny. It's like a lot of teams, they go for it and they get it, but they didn't get it. <laughs> they, they didn't get it. All right. So Dallas will receive in the second half. Should I fast forward through this game? I mean, it's still competitive, but it's just so fucking boring. It's like, it's like, ah, uh, uh, man. I, I don't, I don't know, man. Hmm, nice play by the wide receiver. Pretty much just shrugs off like three guys for a first down. I'm not gonna fast forward just yet until it gets like put me to sleep, tranquilizer, dart type of boring. I'm not gonna fast forward through it. I'm gonna persevere on through it. First and 10, 36-yard line of Dallas. And the shotgun flank left. Here we go. Bang. Bang. Nice delivery to the wide receiver. They're not taking shots. Just a, just, they get like four or five yards. Well, I mean, they got 54 seconds left. I'm like, why aren't they taking shots? I'm like, why aren't you guys throwing the football down the field? And I'm like, nope, nope. 54 seconds. They got two timeouts. Uh, instead of having three timeouts, there's only two. There you go. Second and three, bang in the shotgun, bang, delivers it to his wide receiver, steps out of bounds again. Apparently, the league is supposed to be faster than the NFL. I don't know if it's faster than the NFL, but all I can say is this. My podcasts are still three out, two hours long. So it's like I casted the Super Bowl. That was two hours long. I casted a lot of Cowboy games. In fact, most of the Cowboy games, those were all two hours long and on and on and on. Like all these football games are two hours long. And XFL, as much as they want to say, well, we our, our times are faster. I'm like, you guys still are two hours long. So I'm like, you guys aren't that much faster than the NFL. First down inside the field goal territory of the Dallas, uh, not of the Dallas Renegades, excuse me, of the, uh, the St. Louis, I don't know what they're called, Battle Hawks. There you go. First and 10 at the 35 of St. Louis. Looks to his right, looks to his left. Hikes the ball, going to give it to his running back in the flat. He's behind the line of scrimmage. He does make a play. He gains three yards instead of pretty much losing five. So, ball gets tipped at the line of scrimmage. Also why the ball was kind of delivered late and a little bit off target. Wide receiver, excuse me, running back, recovered, made a play, second and six. So call on the field ref. So it's a timeout on St. Louis. I'm like, what? Like, why is that an announcement? Shouldn't you just stop the game? No, apparently not. Second and six now. 26 yard line. Not 26. 26 seconds left in in the quarter. They're going to give it to the running back who's inside the 10 yard line of St. Louis. He's hyped. He's excited. Flags fly on the football field, though. Make may come back. 20 seconds left. Hold on. What's the call? What's the call on the field? Looks like it's coming back because the fans are already booing. Holding. Yep, it's coming back. Yep. 
Like, it looks like it's coming back right now. Pretty great play because they were inside the 10-yard line of the other team. The offensive coordinator for Dallas looks like an angry version of Jerry Springer. (laughs) Did you hear, like, did you hear Jerry Springer went from, like, having strippers and and people fight on his stage? He went from that to being a judge. Like, the Jerry Springer show is over with. He's Judge Jerry now. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Clock. (laughs) The clock is running now. Why is the clock running? Oh, because they ran a play, right? It's second and ten now. So even the freaking clock operator in the stadium doesn't even know what they're doing. Second and ten now. I thought it was a ten-yard penalty. The holding play. I mean, all right. Guess it, guess it wasn't. And the shotgun flanked right, probably max out on protection. They're going to probably throw it, throw it. They may take a shot here. They got 20 seconds. Take a shot. Why not? You're in field goal range. Bang. Nope, they don't take a shot. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, he, he gets the first down. I mean, his second and t- 10, t- call a timeout, they do. I'm like, he's going to take a shot, right? Nope, they don't take a shot. <laughs> like, he got time. It's second and 10, you know. You got the field goal. You got four, You got 20 seconds. I'm like, why not take a shot? Like, here you go. NFL, they take a shot. XFL, they're not taking shots. Shot, 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 shot. First and 10. 25-yard line of uh, St. Louis. I want this quarter to be over with by now. I'm like, just get this quarter with, get the quarter over with. Bat it at the line, doesn't matter. Number one makes a play on the ball. Probably not the best decision because he caught it in bounds. And now, yep, they're going to have to burn another timeout. Like, yeah, just take a freaking shot. I don't know. Probably going to send out the kicking unit. Tie up the game. It's good. I don't know how much they trust this this quarterback. I don't know what his name is. What's his name? Higgins? I, I don't know. So they're going to take a knee. Going to take a knee. Go back in the locker room. Come out. Figure this stuff out. Let me snuff out this Freaking hot ass candle. Jesus Christ. The sides of the glass are like super hot because I burned a lot of this candle down. Like I burned it pretty far down. Like a lot of my candles I burned for like almost an hour, which is not necessarily the best thing to do. And uh, now it's like because I burned it so so much. Now the, the flames, they would usually be above the glass. And now they're now it's like now they're lighting up the glass. Now it's hot. The glass is hot. Jesus Christ. Okay. So let's fast forward. Let's keep this football game going. I'm not gonna lie to you. I kind of want. I kind of. I'm, I'm very. I th- throughout this podcast, I'm like, man. I'm the reason why I'm like, should I just fast forward through this? Because I'm like, I'm not gonna lie to you. I've been thinking a lot about Shameless. I'm like, man. I can't. I can't wait to see that that episode again. I'm like. Also, I want to just hop into bed. I'm really, really sore from this morning's uh, run today. So I'm like, I want to hop into bed, use the bathroom, relax. But I'm like, I also feel like a giant jackass too because I'm like, man, I don't I don't finish it. I don't finish the game and I feel like 
I feel like these games, these these two games, it's like half the half the games were fun and interesting. This game has sucked. It's really sucked. It's not necessarily because the defenses have stopped people. It's just they they have sucked. Okay, I'm fast forwarding. I'm like, you know, I convinced myself. I'm doing it. I'm gonna fast forward through a drive. No, I'm not. Well, actually, I, I fast forwarded a little bit, but I'm like. It's the teams that are, it's the offenses really that are making the mistakes. It's not like the defense is playing great. The defenses are playing great. It's just the teams have been sucking. It's like having to watch, you know, just a a bad game. And I've watched two consecutively, two bad games. NFL, I'll give them their credit. I didn't watch two consecutive bad games all season. Because it's like, Either the offense played great or the defense, not great, but good, or the defense played good. I may not have liked that the defense played good. You know, usually you want the offense because the offense is usually going to be more fun to watch. But it's like, man, neither one of these teams is playing very well right now. 13 minutes left in the third quarter. It's like usually if if one team is playing bad, the other team will capitalize. But since both teams are playing bad... Neither team is capitalizing on the other team's badness. So it's 6-6. And a whole lot of room for opportunity for people to make plays. First and 10, 38-yard line. They're going to give it to the running back in the flat. Missed tackle. Jesus Christ. He takes a shot, but he gains like 6, 7, 8 yards. Flags fly on the field, though. Oh, my God. They talk about how th- this this referee, this crew, man, they're in trouble. If I'm the commissioner if, and I'm like, this game was way too fucking long. You're stopping the game every other fucking minute. Like the, wor- like, the whole advertisement for this game has essentially been that, uh, that, that this is a faster-paced game, but... It, there have been a lot of times that the refs have just stopped the game, and I'm like, dude, you can't stop the game on that. Like, you can't stop the game on, on a, on a, on a play, on a play, on a, uh, on a what, what's it called? Intentional grounding play, or a play that you think is intentional grounding, and then it turns out it's not intentional grounding. I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. By the way, it looks like a guy. Uh, hopefully, he's okay. One of the uh, one of the most serious injuries in the league. Uh, it looks like he may have broken his leg. I fast-forwarded through it, so I didn't see it. But hopefully he's okay. Hopefully he's okay, excuse me. Third and 14 now. Where are they? I mean, I, I don't even talk about... Like, now, I don't even I don't even tell you where they are when it comes to the field position. Because it doesn't even matter. And Tamu holds on to the freaking ball way too goddamn long. I'm like, he gets a clean pocket, but everybody came through, and he got sacked. It was third and 14. He just holds on, bang, just holds on, holds on, holds on. Time runs out. You got to throw it. It's weird. It's like all game long, he's been he's been just dumping it off to, to the guy. He's been making the short passes, and on this play, he makes no pass. No short pass. He just... Doesn't throw the football. Bang. Marquette King. How the fuck is this guy not in the league? Pretty much from his 20, he kicks it to the opposing team's 20. 
He was at the 10. He was he was inside the 10, right? Because a punter, they, they got to have like a certain amount of room to kick, right? So he's inside the 10. Does he? How many steps does he take? Pretty much from the 11 all the way to the, uh, to the opposing team's 22-21 yard line. Oh, he dances. He wants money. It's like he's one of the best punters in the league. It's like, how the fuck do you not want this guy on your fucking team? The Broncos had him for like a year. Oakland got rid of him as soon as Gruden got in. I'm like, he was one of your best fucking players and he was a damn punter. What is wrong with teams? Like, there's no way that he's not in this league, right? It's like, nope, didn't play last year. He's, he's playing this year. I'm like, how the fuck is he not playing in the NFL? He's way too good to be playing in this league. Jesus Christ. He dances and he, pay, and he, and he wants way too much money. I'm like, I, I, what? Jesus Christ. Like, he's one of the best special teamers in the league. Sorry if he just has to, you know, have some swagger to him. And check this out. He's an actual athlete. He can actually run around and do stuff. He kind of looks like a wide receiver, but he kicks footballs instead. Lance Dunbar, career with the Dallas, he, he was a career Dallas Cowboy. I think he went to the Baltimore Ravens. He got a he had a nice 20-yard run. I think he's a native of Dallas, too. Yep. He had a 20-yard run. It's official. It was on my television screen. They said he had a 20-yarder, so I'm going to say he had a 20-yarder. All right. Weirdly enough, one of the best things that's happened in, in the XFL, not a lot of injuries on the field, except for obviously, the, you know, the guy with the leg and his, and some other injuries, but not a lot of, you know, the, stuff like that happens, but it doesn't happen that frequently in this league. He drop back for the quarterback, throws it over the middle to his slot guy, number three. He gains four, maybe five yards. Looks like, yeah, looks like they're calling the play at the line. Oh my God, they stopped the game again. Why did they stop the game? They stopped it, then they started it up. I'm like, dude, like, what are you doing? I, I, maybe it was for substitutes. I don't, I don't know, but I mean, they didn't sub in. They were all subbed. They were all in there. Second and five. In the shotgun, he throws over the middle. Looks like it's going to be inside the 15-yard line for Dallas. And by inside the 15-yard line, I mean inside the opposing team's 15-yard line for Dallas. They're finally starting to get some traction here. Like, finally. Something interesting is going on here. And by I should mention this. It's not like the... De- it's 6-6 right now. It's not like the defenses are playing well. It's not like they're playing great. But... Like, it's, it's a low-scoring game because they haven't played very well. And the quarterback for Dallas, he's 24 of 27. And it's like, did I really read that right? He's 24 of 27? How many yards does he have? He has 148. I'm like, no. Like, he's 24 of 27 because he's been dinking and dunking all game long. All game long. And he misses, he misses badly to his tight end. I'm like. Jesus Christ, man. I want to cry my eyes out. Maybe not cry my eyes out, but just... 
maybe not watch this football game ever again. Second and ten. Eight minutes, ten seconds left. And the shotgun flanked right. There we go. I'm like, I thought, oh, wait, pass interference. Pass, yeah, there it is. Like, he had his guy over the middle. The guy got coll- uh, collided into before he could even make a play on the ball. Like, pass interference. The uh, the back judge, I think that's what the the word is, the guy that's in the center of the field. He didn't throw his flag. He didn't throw his flag. And the wide receiver looks at him, and he's like, throw the flag, throw the flag. And the guy points to the other referee. It's like, dude, what are you looking at? Bang. This is an easy throw. I mean, my miss is an easy throw. I mean, he over he overthrew that guy badly. First and goal at the eight-yard line. They're going to set up a screenplay for Lance Dunbar. Does he gain? Nah, he doesn't gain the touchdown. He does get four yards. Four, maybe five. They're at the three. Nope, they're at the four. All right. All right, second and goal now. Second goal. Phillips in the shotgun. He's going to give it to his running back. Second on second and goal. Do they get it? I mean, he gets stuffed behind the line. And they're on the four-yard line. They're third and goal now. Do you go for a field goal here if you don't get the touchdown? Or do you you try and go for it on fourth down? Hmm. Does your quarterback, can he run? Is that an option? I don't know. Here we go. Third and goal. He's looking. He's looking. Yeah, he's going to take off. And they read it. I'm like, they read it like a book. I'm like, he looked to his first option, his second option, and then they just, and then he tried to run. And then they had like two or three guys that were just covering the middle of the field. And they were like, nope, we're going to stuff you at that four yard line. Where are you going, son? You going nowhere fast. He gets trucked. He gets trucked. In fact, he loses a yard. Instead of it being at the four, it's now going to be at the five. Tries to hurdle, dude. I think I, he's got to get higher. Fourth and goal. I think they're going to kick it. Kick it! Bang, bang. Yep, they kick it. Nine to six. Mm-mm. All right. Uh, they're going to kick off, and then we're going to return to the football game. I, so, I, I, I dislike punts so much or kicks so much that I won't even watch the kickoff, even though the rules have been adjusted for kickoff returns. I'm like, I don't even like watching punts, punt returns. I'm like, they're probably going to go nowhere, and I don't really care that much. Like, unless they're going 20 yards, it's like, I don't care. Which I get it, it's, you know, that's that's pretty unlikely that you're going to get a 20-yard punt return. It's like, then, then I'm not going to watch them. Got a quarterbacks talking to one another. Second and four, Tamu wasn't paying attention, or worse, he at the center just doesn't know what he's doing. Tamu has to throw it away. 
It's incomplete, thank God. I'm like, thank God it's incomplete uh, on second and four. Otherwise, it would have been a, a, a terrible sack. And luckily, both Tamu and his wide receiver have the presence of mind to go backwards. I don't know what was going on, but uh, yeah. Yep, it was supposed to be a run play, I guess, for Tamu. Because they, they had opened up the hole in the center, and that didn't go well. Like, yep, that tight end, if he purposely dropped it, he 1,000% should have purposely dropped that thing. Third and goal. Third and goal, what? Third and four. I read it. Did it, did it seriously just say third and goal? Or third down, or did I just not read that correctly? Yeah, third down. I'm like, did I seriously just not? That's a, oh my gosh. Third down. Third and four. Why are you stopping the game? Get away, ref. Bang, he's looking. Bang, overthrown. Yep. They go, I think three and out. Ugh, man. What a terrible night for the XFL. Marquette, excuse me. I mean, unless you like Marquette King having really, really great punts, where did he kick this thing from? At the 22-yard line. Bang. They're trying to get pressure on him. I think it was actually at the 27-yard line, and he kicks it all the way to the one. What a moron. Why would you do that? Oh, my God. So now, now, okay, so the, the crew, I'm so glad I kind of have this on mute. Uh, Pat, Pat McAfee, he's kind of like the third in the crew, except he's also a sideline reporter. But I'm, I'm like, I'm so glad he's there because I, I, I would not have enjoyed watching this football game off of mute. I, I, I don't get I don't get what this guy does. It's like Marquette King has a perfect punt. It's at the one yard line. It's perfect. I how is he not playing in the NFL? I don't get it. It's like, hey, hey, every NFL team that thinks your punter is good and acceptable, maybe you give Marquette King a call and make sure he can play on an NFL field. Cause some of you miss punters. Some of you punters you miss punt so damn much I, I can't I can't even stand it. Bang. What? So the uh, the the linebacker thinks that one of the uh, that that what's his face 
that um that 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 one of the um the Dallas team one, that the Dallas punt returner had touched the football and so he tries to get the football as it's going into the freaking end zone and I'm like that's why you're on special teams <laughs> I'm like that's I'm like that's why you're on special teams I'm like because a shit like that you cut like one yard line perfect punt one yard line like I ah oh man that that's that's like you want to you want to just goodness gracious man what are you doing so six to nine 69 second and i mean does it matter second and one at the 45 yard line i'm like are you guys gonna score or are you guys just gonna like do some funky some funky weird ass play i i don't i don't know i don't know by the way should mention this because, I mean, there's there's pretty much nothing else to talk about with this game. Oh, he's going over to the linebacker and he's talking to him. This is a this is a great example of of, of using the sideline abilities or your reporter abilities to talk to some of these guys. All right, so I'm gonna talk about this. Um, what it, what it, what's it called? The Gale King versus the uh, the Kobe Bryant fiasco. I mean, hell, let's talk about that because that's more interesting. I'm not gonna lie to you; it is more interesting than this football game. So I wasn't gonna talk about it because it was uh, it's more. Even though I I do cover a lot of sports. Hell, I mean, hell, why, why not? Why, why wouldn't I cover it? It's like I talked about the whole Zeke and the security guard who 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 flopped. I talked about that for like a month, back in like June and August. I'm like, I, I talked about him for like a month. I'm like, Zeke wasn't even playing. He wasn't even on the field. He was going through contract negotiations and shit like that. But I'm like, hell, why can't I? Co- why can't I talk about the kill? I, I need to stop limiting myself. Anyways, uh. So if you haven't heard, Gail King pretty much brought up the whole, uh, the issue that Kobe Bryant, um, Kobe Bryant had rape allegations against him in 2003. I'm kind of interested. Let me kind of do a quick Google on that myself, because a lot of people, they're writing articles about it, and I'm like, nobody really has a link to the actual, like, to the actual, like, trial, you know? I know that it happened, uh, what was it, like, six, 16 years ago? Like, in 2003? They settled, they got it all done in 2005, but I'm like, and... I'm not doing this, by the way, to, to like... <clears throat> excuse me, to be like, oh my god, I like, I'm... Hold on, here we go. I'm not doing this, by the way to be like Gail King and to, you know, revisit history or whatever. I'm doing this to kind of like check out the whole, the incident, you know? And I won't, I, I'll kind of go silent here and I'll try and do this. Hold on.
Hold on. Okay. Da -da -da -da. I read like the synopsis of the case. There's nothing going on in the game. This is this is way more interesting. I'll kind of cover this a little bit more tomorrow when I'm not like put on the spot. But I'm kind of just reading like the wiki page for it. about this okay okay i'll talk about this now actually because i think this is important to talk about and i did hear about this um on a show with a journalist who's actually like i think that i think um i can't remember i'll probably let me find it for you and i'll play i'll do this tomorrow i'll do this whole thing tomorrow um but i'll kind of give you a little bit of a short little little blip of it here uh, because the game isn't very interesting, and I think the whole Gail King thing, um, I wouldn't say more interesting, but I think it's more pressing and interesting. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not gonna lie to you. It's, it's more pressing. It's I'm more interesting. Uh, sorry about that. Everybody's given their takes on it. I kind of just want to like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm curious about this because I've like, I don't know. I haven't like read the report. I didn't read the report on it. Like when I when I um when I talked about the Zeke rape allegations, like I read the police report. Like I was reading the police report on on the podcast, and I was like, because I was interested in it, and I was like, did he actually do this? What does the police say? And the police pretty much they they had a bunch of witnesses. They were like, it, pretty much besides one said that Zeke did it, or no, that he didn't do it. So pretty much about the whole Zeke allegations, essentially, uh, it was. Him and his ex-girlfriend, they were like, uh, they were, I think they were a couple in college, and they had a bunch of mutual friends, and the mutual friends were the people that were testimonying, or testifying, excuse me, in court for, um, for the, for both of the allegations that she had, that she had, uh, essentially done, or committed, what, I don't know, testified, alleged, the alleged, and I don't, I don't know what the legal terms are. But pretty much she had two allegations, one in Fort Lauderdale and one in Columbus, Ohio. And all of her friends and Zeke's friends had pretty much said, nope, he didn't do it besides one of her friends who admitted to lying about the testimony that she had given to the to the police, to the judge, right? Because they had their text records and she was and the uh, the alleged victim was like, Can you lie for me? The police are the judge are gonna call you, the police are gonna talk call you. She was even the the friend was uh, was talking to the alleged victim and she was like, Zeke's lawyer are, are they're they're talking to me, they're about they're calling me, the police are gonna call me, like should I do I need to lie on you? Do I need to lie for you? And the friend was like, the alleged victim was like, Yes, lie for me. And that's what she did. And that was the only person that had testified that Zeke had did it and I like that he had not sexual assault, it was um it was domestic abuse or abuse or assault. Like he had hit her. That's that's what she alleged, by the way. But I'm reading Kobe's wiki page right now. I don't think he fucking did it. Like, I don't think he fucking did it. Like, I've, I've read, like, a couple of paragraphs. I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me just, let me just make sure. Let me read the entire thing. I'm going to let the game go on in the background. This is way more important than the boring XFL game. 
Okay. Okay. I read his arrest. Now I'm reading the criminal case. And I heard about a lot of this. I just didn't I just didn't have it in black and white in front of me. I'll talk about it once I'm done reading it. I'm a very, very slow reader. Sorry that I'm taking very, very long on this. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, I'm not gonna. Fuck. This is this is really really sensitive. I'm not going to reveal everything because Kobe Bryant has, you know, has passed and stuff like that, but I'll, I'll reveal some stuff. I'll reveal some stuff. By the way, surprisingly enough, the, uh, the St. Louis team, they're down in like the 10 yard line of Dallas. So they could potentially score. This is still more interesting. I'm reading Kobe Bryant's apology to her. So I read I read through the entire wiki page and stuff like that. Um, here's here's what happened. Okay, 
This is kind of important. So, and this is what I heard from the journalist. And I'll play and I'll go into this. Did he catch it? It's touchdown. Touchdown for the uh, the St. Louis Battlehawks. He caught it in the back of the end zone. It's not going to be 12 to 9. You probably didn't care that much. This is it's kind of more pressing. So, because um, I didn't know about this. Because this happened, this happened, I was like, I was a kid. Like, I was a toddler pretty much when this stuff happened. Like, this is 2003. I was born in the 90s. Like, I didn't, I didn't know about any of this stuff. So, reading this article, not this article, but this wiki page. And again, I'll, I'll, I'll cover this in more detail tomorrow. Reading the wiki page. Kobe Bryant's uh, sexual assault case. A lot of interesting information that is not not told, not talked about at all. So first and foremost, um, apparently Kobe Bryant's defense team at the time was trying to discredit the woman um, because they didn't believe that they like um, because they didn't believe that she. That she did it. In some defense cases, what they do, even when even when the girl, even when a girl has actually been sexually assaulted, they do like they do discredit her. They do try and show like she doesn't do this or she does. This case, by discrediting, they say they show some pretty important factual information. First and foremost, um, she was wearing different underwear. Or she apparently, hold on, what, what was the, it was revealed that she wore underpants containing another man's semen and pubic hair to her rape exam the day after the alleged incident. So, essentially, what's being inferred there is that it couldn't have, it, it may not have even been Kobe's. Like, it could have been another guy that she slept with, apparently, that either could have caused her the trauma or it could have been that, like, that's that's essentially what they're inferring. That it may have been another dude, or she could have just had sex with another dude, or whatever. But the point is, is that she had multiple different partners that night. Well, that's not necessarily something bad. You know, I'm, I'm not necessarily the, I don't know the psychology behind, you know, a rape victim. But... I'm not, I'm not even going to go into that. I'm not even going to try and attempt to understand the psychology. I would need, like, a doctorate or something. But... Essentially, what they're saying is, is that she had multiple different partners that night, right? Now, assume what you want to when it comes to that part, uh, when it comes to that stuff. But here's the main, the main issue here when it comes to this specific case. Apparently, the girl is, or was, at the time, taking medication for, schizophren- for schizophrenia. I can't say it. What's it called? Schizophrenia. Sorry. Yeah, it's schizophrenia. Sorry if my if I can't enunciate that word properly, but it's schizophrenia, right? That's some strong medication, and if you don't know what schizophrenia is, it's a mental Ill- illness characterized by relapsing episodes of psychosis. What is psychosis? Is an abnormal is an abnormal excuse me condition of the mind that results in difficulties determining what is real and what is not. Symptoms may include false beliefs, delusions, and seeing or hearing things that others do not see or hear hallucinations. So again, that's psychosis. Schizophrenia is a mental illness characterized by relapsing episodes of psychosis, so being delusional and seeing hallucinations. That's essentially what she was taking medication from. And the alleged victim's roommate, said the woman twice tried to kill herself at school by overdosing 
on sleeping pills. So obviously this girl was not right, which is why I'm like, I'm trying to be super sensitive because she was obviously struggling with schizophrenia. So like, I'm not going to be a jackass to her. And the reason why I think the, the defense team brought up the multiple incidents is saying, well, she may not have been raped. Uh, she, she may have been raped, but not by Kobe Bryant. She had sex with another guy and it could have been him and it may not have been sex. She could have gotten raped by that other guy, but our client in this specific case believes that he had consensual sex with her. And I like, I, I don't, I don't think he did it. I don't think he did it because let's say, I don't, I don't think he did it. And when you read the specifics of it, when you read specifically what the actual sex act was, it's weird. I'm not going to read it for you, but it's weird. That's all I'll get into it, but I don't think he did it. She, she was, she had, she had, she was a schizophrenic. She had schizophrenia. Like she may not, like I talked about, I, I played devil's advocate here. I tried to understand the argument from the defense, from her side, from the defense's side, from everybody else's side who says that Kobe Bryant was a rapist or whatever. I was, I was trying to understand it from that perspective, right? I was like, okay, um, well, she's a schizophrenic and let's say she did get raped that night. You know, it, it could have been by, you know, it could have been by the other guy, but let's not t- play devil's advocate advocate here. Excuse me. Let's be honest. She may have just been. She may not have, because the, the sex act was pretty rough, it was pretty rough, excuse me. Like, if you read it, it's like, it's very, very rough. And I think in his apology, Kobe Bryant was like, I understand that she didn't see it as, as consensual, but I saw it as consensual, and I understand why she didn't see it as consensual. And because he's, he probably realized, oh shit, she's a, schizo- she's a schizophrenic. I don't know why it's so fucking hard for me to say schizophrenic. Um, I don't, that, like, it's a fucking sad story, man. It's a fucking sad story. It's a wrong place, wrong time type of event. I don't think she got sexually assaulted. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. You know? And I think why Kobe said, I think that she believes that she was raped was because she's a schizophrenic, essentially. Or something like that. He said something along those words. Da, 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 da. I also want to make it clear that I don't, and this is from his, uh, this is from, I'll, I'll read you his entire statement that he read after the criminal case was uh, dismissed. And this is through his attorney. First, I want to apologize directly to the young woman involved in this incident. I want to apologize to her for my behavior that night and for the consequences she has suffered in the past year. Although this year has been incredibly difficult for me personally, I can only imagine the pain she has she has had to endure. I also want to apologize to her parents and family members, and to my family and friends and supporters, and to the citizens of Eagle, Colorado. I also want to make it clear that I do not question the motives of this young woman. No money has been paid to this woman. She has agreed that this statement will not be used against me in the civil case. Although I truly believe this encounter between us was consensual, I recognize now that she did not and does not view this incident the same way I did after months of reviewing. Is it reviewing? Yeah. Uh, after months of reviewing discovery, 
Dis- uh, listening to her attorney and even f- her testimony in person, I now understand how she feels that she did not consent to this encounter. I issued this statement today fully aware that while one part of this case ends today, another remains. I understand that the civil case against me will go forward. That part of this case will be decided by and between the parties directly involved in the incident and will no longer be a financial or emotional drain on the citizens of the state of Colorado. So that's his full statement there. Um, I, I, I don't think he did it. There's way too many... There's way too many, like, I don't want to say holes, but, like, there's way too many issues with it, right? Like, 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 I, 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 I kind of, I, I agree with what he's saying in the statement, where if you listen to the wording carefully, he's like, first and foremost, he spends a lot of time apologizing because he knows that she's, she's had to experience some shit. But more importantly, he, he also says, like, he doesn't question the young motive, the motives of the young woman. No money has been paid to the woman. Da, 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 da. I, although I truly believe this encounter between us was consensual, and he even says it, I recognize now that she did not and does not view this incident the same way I did. And, like, I agree. I like I don't know if she was hallucinating. I don't know if she was going through psychosis. I don't know. I don't know what she was going through. And, again, like, it may not have even been Kobe who had did it. She may not have gotten raped that night, and it may have been the other guy that she had had sex with. So, I, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know, I don't know about this. But I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you a very, very soft take on the whole Gail King thing, and I'll, I'll have this set up. Like the fact that, and I talk about this all the time on my podcast. I talk about how a lot of the information that I use, you can just Google it, right? Like you can Google this wiki page. You can Google, prob- you can look at the references that uh, the the author of this specific of this uh, wiki page used, and you can be like, oh, okay, this is this is the stuff that we needed, not f- needed, excuse me, um, but this is the stuff that like you would use to support your argument, like the references, the articles that are linked, and stuff like that, right? It's like it's. The Gail King thing, it's its like, if you didn't believe the wiki pages, you could just go and you could reference all of it. You could find all, you could find all of this information. You could find it all. And it's like, I'll, I'll play you, I'll, here's the thing. Because I explain this poorly and I explain this terribly and I'll address this a little bit more tomorrow. Um, not so much tomorrow because I'll, I'll kind of just probably play this part and I'll kind of just reference this podcast. But here's... One of the, um, here, here's like a journalist talking about Kobe Bryant and uh, Gail King and the alleged, uh, the alleged sexual assault. I'm looking at the journalist Felicia, and she is somebody who has gone through sexual assault herself. And she said that in the Washington Post, she released an article a couple of years ago. Detail- By the way, um, this, she, this journalist specifically isn't talking about Gail King. This is a journalist talking about, um, about another journalist who was who who kind of like Ari Schaefer was like I'm glad to see Kobe Bryant was gone and Ari Schaefer was like well you know he has an open he had a sexual assault case put on him and then people were like well you also had a sexual assault case or something like that put on you let me just make sure that that's actually true uh 
Hold on. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna comment on Ari Schaefer's sexual. I I don't even know if he did it. Hold on. I don't know if he had sexual assault. I heard that he had had sexual assault allegations as well, and people were calling him a hypocrite because of that. So I don't know. But this journalist, she's specifically talking about another journalist who was talking about how uh, how she was glad that Kobe Bryant was was gone and stuff like that and. He, and, and because he had had sexual assault allegations put on him, here we go. Here's her. It's three minutes long. Here you go. Here, here's the full of it, or most of it. I'm looking at the journalist, Felicia, and she is somebody who has gone through sexual assault herself. And she said that in the Washington Post. She released an article a couple of years ago detailing her experience. So as a journalist, which is not what we do, we are a talk show with opinion. But you were a And I was a journalist ten years, for 10, ten years, years prior to that taking this to job. Said. So as a journalist, it's our job to objectively report the news. I know that that would be tough if you're someone who survived sexual assault. But when I'm looking at this story, she didn't give the story any context. And she got upset that she was being attacked on Twitter for tweeting a link that basically was condemning COVID character and accusing him of rape. But I think her job as a journalist was to put that in context. You have the responsibility and you need to have the journalistic acumen to write the full story. Go to the Washington Post and say, this man is a nuanced character. This man has a detailed, layered history that we need to discuss. But don't just tweet that out and be the political reporter for the Washington Post and tweet that and leave it there. Because you're leaving yourself open to the attacks that you're now receiving. And so whether or not she should be fired, you know, I think that she should be put on leave like she was. I think it's inappropriate because we're in a time where we we don't know what journalism is, is anymore. We have our president that attacks journalists. We have TMZ that broke the news to Vanessa Bryant that her husband passed away. You know, what are we doing now that we need to look at ourselves, people who call themselves journalists? We have journalists attacking a seven-year-old child, which is Blue Ivy, and we look at them calling out her characteristics. We need to do better altogether as journalists. And I look at this woman, and I say it was your responsibility just to do better and give it more time than two hours after the man passes away to say what you think about him if it's negative. And, you know, don't hide behind somebody else article. I, I stand behind a journalist named Jillian Sheldon. She sat at that Kobe trial for six weeks. She followed it in Colorado, in and out, stayed there, interviewed all the lawyers, interviewed the woman who was accusing him. And she said, how can we use someone's worst day on this earth as a referendum in the, on their character in totality? And we can't because just like Kobe, we all have flaws and we're all layered individuals. And we've seen this story time and time again, too many times when it's a black man and a white woman that's an accuser, when that's the story and it goes down and he just goes and gets convicted by the public jury. And we've seen the story too many times where women who are who have been sexually assaulted cannot give their voice to the public and give are not given the space they need to share their story. So this is a complicated thing to talk about, but I really think that as a journalist, if you're going to take that name and that stance and that dignity of a position, you should probably do it properly and just try to tell the complicated story with as much care as possible. And that goes for everybody involved in this Kobe situation. Wow. I should mention this. This is before the Gail King like incident. This is like January 29th. Like this is like two, three weeks before the whole Gail King like thing. So there you go. Oh, well said. said. I know. I want to give you a round of applause too. I 
I, I hope everybody out there that's having this argument right now on Twitter, because I see it brewing and I see such vitriol and I get it because of the beloved man that Kobe is and I stand with you. But I hope that they can all somehow we can clip what you just said and everybody hear it because I think there's a responsibility that was lost and you could not have said it in a more eloquent and passionate way. And we just me. can all just have a little bit more empathy. I mean, for the family, for, the, for everybody involved, the seven people or nine people lost their lives. Just have a little bit more empathy, whether you're the outlet trying to be first or the outlets that were completely wrong, saying that his whole family was on the plane. Have some empathy for other people. You know, people lost their lives. And so we have to just step back and remember that, you know, this man was a legacy and a legend for so many people. He's also a complicated human, but we cannot just assassinate his character when he's dead and can't even defend himself. We just have to do better. That was Amen. Really All right, there you go. So that's the whole that's the whole spiel on it. That's kind of what I had prepared for tomorrow. I was gonna add some other stuff. Oh fucking hell, this guy Philip Nelson. I'll talk about what? How many passes does he have? Fucking hell! I, I fuck me. Fuck. 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 It's nine to fifteen, by the way. I'll talk about this more tomorrow. Let me write this down. Philip Nelson, not even write it down. He's 30 for 37, but he has 190 yards right now. Like, he hasn't even broken 200. And he's just throwing freaking dink and dunk passes, man. Like, everybody wants to talk about Dak Prescott fucking dinking and dunking. Fuck me, man. 30, 37 passes, and he doesn't even have 200 yards yet. <coughs> Jesus Christ. Anyways. Ugh, let me add, let me add, uh... Let me add that story. I'll, I'll pretty much talk about that story. Not in its, like, totality, but, like, in a couple of seconds or in a couple of minutes. I don't know. Yeah, but that's that's literally all I had. That's literally all I'll play. Um, the reason why I brought that up was I was going to talk about how pretty much she's going to respond. Like, Gail King will 1,000% respond tomorrow. She's going to be online. She's going to, not online, but she's going to be at CBS, Oprah was there, and she was like, Gail's not doing fine, she's not, well, I'm like, no offense, but, um, people are dead, just saying it, not gonna lie to you, and, um, just like that journalist said, it's like, when you ask that question, and when you put that shit out there, it's like, you open yourself, you open up yourself to an attack, you open, like, not saying that she deserves death threats, or anything like that, and people took Snoop Dogg's comments out of context they were like snoop's threatening gail king because he's like we're we gonna come and get you like yeah like I, I don't think he literally meant we as in we as in like him and a bunch of people but it's like no it's like we as in the west as in the la as in like no don't do that like you don't you don't want to do that you don't you don't want to come here like i feel like i shouldn't have to explain snoop dogg's point but People took his words out of context, and then people were talking about it today, like how he had walked back, how he had walked back his saying, and it's like, I thought it was obvious that it wasn't him that was going to come and get her. Like, are you seriously taking his his words that, like, literally? Like, fuck me, man. Anyways, the whole reason, and I started to talk about this, then I stopped. The whole reason why I brought this whole story up was... Uh, she's gonna respond tomorrow. I'm interested. To, I'm interested to see what her response is. 
and um, we'll we'll talk about it tomorrow. I haven't really covered Kobe Bryant and and his death and his passing and his daughter's passing. Um, this is gonna sound insensitive. This is gonna sound like an asshole, but I didn't want to be fake. You know, I didn't want to be like one of these people out here that's gonna be like, well, you know, I missed Kobe Bryant, and and it's like I'm I'm like you aren't a fucking Lakers fan. You I'm like you probably haven't watched like a fucking basketball game, a, a Lakers basketball game when he was playing in your entire fucking life. You're probably one of the people that was eating Tostitos and, and eating a bunch of dip during the NBA Finals when it was going on when he was playing in the early 2000s and and he, you know, he won championships with, with Shaq and Pau Gasol. I'm like, you were one of the people that probably didn't actually watch the game when he was playing in it. You probably just want sympathy and views and clicks. And I have seen a lot of people like that and I'm like, I want to like separate myself as far from those people as I possibly can, which is why I haven't really talked that much about them. Um, like, just simply put, like, I didn't. I'm not a Lakers fan. I'm a Spurs fan. I watched uh, some of his early championships, but I was a kid when he was when he was playing with Shaq, so I don't really remember anything, uh, any of those. I remember him later on in his career, like when he changed his jersey to from eight to twenty four, obviously. But I don't remember a whole lot. And by the way, if you're wondering, no, I did not make my podcast. I I don't go I don't go by 24 because of Kobe. I I go by 24 because of another reason. But I, I won't share that reason. Point is, is that I'm not one of these people that are out here to get sympathy points or whatever. I'm just like like I'm just like I'm just kind of a guy that's like I watch a lot of basketball. Not a huge Lakers fan, but you know. That's all I'll say on the matter. Because at the same token, I don't want to be an asshole, but I I do want to be truthful, you know? I think there's a way to not be an asshole, but also be, like, truthful, you know? Like, the worst thing I want to be is, like, one of those guys. Because I saw it, like, on fucking Twitch. I saw people were like, I, I, I can't stream because Kobe passed. Like, you, you probably weren't even a fucking Lakers fan. I'm like, I've never seen you be a Lakers fan. I've never seen you rep any merch. You're not from Cali. You're not from L.A. You, I'm like, you don't even probably watch basketball. And I saw people were like, I, I'm, cry, I'm feeling terrible today. And I'm like, you aren't a Lakers fan. I'm not saying people actually weren't, like, Lakers fan and didn't love Kobe. I'm just saying it's like some people use the opportunity to gain sympathy points is what I'm trying to say. And I don't want to be one of those people. So let's move on. Because I'll talk about this in its entirety tomorrow. But let's move on. Uh, back to the boring XFL game. Uh, they got the two-minute warning rules up. One minute, 55 seconds left. It's 9-15. to 15. This game has pretty much gone on. And it's been about as fun as dragging your balls through a, a mile of, sh- of shredded up glass or sharded glass. Like This has been incredibly painful to watch. Second and four, they're... They're past midfield. They're inside the 48-yard line of Dallas. They're going to run it. Dallas doesn't stop them. You know, I'll just fast-forward through the game now in the podcast because I'm like, I, do you want to be? Do you want me to be honest with you? I don't care who wins this football game. I'm like, I've watched four straight hours of just absolute snooze fests. I'm not going to lie to you. I think they're going to win the football game. The Steelers, the, the St. Louis team. It's 9-16. Yep, they're going to go for the victory. They're going to just tap out. This guy, Philip Nelson, pretty much has been dinking and dunking all fucking game long. 
He hasn't taken a lot of deep shots. He's not going to take a whole bunch of deep shots. His first plot pass, yep, he just th- throws it to the running back in the flat. Who goes nowhere? 28 seconds. Throws it over the middle. It's caught. It's at the 30. They don't have any more timeouts. Where's the football? He throws down the football field, and it's picked. Game over. Okay. So That sucks that the weekend had to end on two terrible games. I'm literally going to have to title this podcast the second of two terrible games in the AFF. I was about to say AFF or AFL or whatever. It sucks that I had to use one of my favorite fucking intro songs on this episode of the podcast because this this game has been absolutely horrendous. I was so excited to watch a good game. It's like, I'm not watching Dallas. I'm not watching... Hey, St. Louis, you played a bad game, man. You guys should have smoked this team. This team sucks. Bob Stoops, in his opening as an XFL head coach, only scored nine points. His quarterback literally dinked and dunk all game. I can't stand that shit. Fuck me, man. Fuck, hold on. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, it is checkout time. This has been 24's podcast, the best video gaming and and sports podcast on the entire internet. Sorry that this podcast was not as much about football as I wanted it to be. Sorry that the football game wasn't very good. I'll I'll select. Hold on, pause the music. Let's check out the football games. Let's check it out because I'm very very interested to learn who's playing next week and where and all that good stuff and blah 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 blah. blah. Let me look up the schedule. Alright. <clears throat> okay. So, next week it's going to be the New York Guardians versus the DC Defenders. I will watch that game because I think it's actually a good game. I saw both of these teams play. Um, I thought New York had a pretty bad game because Tampa Bay was really, really bad. I will not watch that game. Uh, not, not, excuse me. I won't watch that game. I will watch New York versus DC. One of my favorite uh, head coaches in the league right now, Pep Hamilton. He did a pretty good job against uh, the Seattle team. Um, I like that matchup as well. I mean, I can pretty much... There's eight teams. I can pretty much tell you which teams I'm going to watch right now. Let me get the schedule again. Because I was like, I'm not watching your your fucking cook. I'm not playing. I'm not playing, excuse me. But I'm not uh, doing your cookies. Oh, wait. There's ten weeks. I thought there was eight weeks. Excuse me, there's 10 weeks instead of 8. So now I can literally just tell you which games I'm going to watch and which games I'm not going to watch. Okay, so week 2, New York versus DC, watching it. Tampa Bay versus Seattle, literally the two worst teams in the league, not watching those two games. Dallas versus uh, Wildcats, not watching those game. Not watching that game. I may watch it actually, uh, because they're going to have their starting quarterback, but I'm, I may, I'm not going to cast it. Houston versus Battlehawks. You know how much I'm high on. I'm high. I am so high on Houston uh, right now. I'm pretty much up in the clouds on cloud nine right now. I'm going to watch that game. It's going to be on Sunday on FS1. And then you got Houston versus pretty much any Houston game I'm going to watch. Any DC game I'm going to watch. Uh, 
And uh, that's pretty much going to be it. I'll see about New York, and if New York is any good or Dallas is any good, there are already two teams I'm not watching. Like, if these two teams play against each other or if they're playing up against some of these other teams, I'm not watching Tampa Bay. I'm not watching Seattle. Period. Not watching those teams. They stink. Jesus Christ, are they an absolute bore. But I will watch Houston. I will watch um, New York. Not New York. D.C. Maybe New York. Surprisingly enough, Dallas sucks. Maybe not unsurprisingly enough. I was about to say, you know, look at all these teams with these great, better quarterbacks. And it's like, well, they sucked. So, finally, ladies and gentlemen, that is the podcast. It's been 24's podcast. The best video gaming and sports podcast on the entire internet. You can find this podcast on Spotify. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. Pretty much where you can find any podcast, you can find 24's podcast. Pause the music again. I need to look up how to cook a ribeye steak. Because I'm going to start eating steak on the weekend. A boneless, boneless ribeye steak. I can't, I cannot wait to eat this steak. I'm like, I'm, I'm on a weird diet. I'm kind of on, I'm on, I'm on a lower carb diet. I'm eating a bunch of meat. Literally, for for dinner tonight, I had, like, four chicken breast tenderloins, and, like, that was kind of it. And I also had some other stuff uh, during the day as well. But it's, like, it's great to not eat vegetables because that's literally been been my dream for, like, the entirety uh, of of my childhood. I'm, like, I hate vegetables. I don't want to eat vegetables. And now I'm just eating, like, meat. Like, now I can see see why people do the carnivore diet. I'm not doing the carnivore diet, but I'm, I'm, like, I'm doing... Like a ketogenic style or something like that, but I'm I'm probably I'm gonna go to like my local butcher shop or something like that, and I'm gonna get like probably a um probably a ribeye, not a bone-in ribeye, but like a ribeye steak. It's gonna be boneless because that's all they had. They only had a, a bone. What's was what it? It's like at Kroger. It's like Kroger. What were their butcher shops? Because they had like a nine-dollar steak, and I'm like, I'll take that. I don't know how much I'm going to eat, though. How much steak did they have? Yeah, they had uh, a ribeye steak. Why is it $13? It's like $13. It was $13. Now it's $9.99. Like, Jesus Christ, man. That's a lot of steak. They have the top loin. Like, but steak is really expensive, though. You know, I'm like, I don't, I don't know how much steak I want. But I will be having steak on Sunday. I cannot wait to eat some steak in about a week. I'll pretty much, or maybe in a couple of days. I don't, I don't know how I'm gonna do this. But, ladies and gentlemen, until my podcast, which will be tomorrow. I hope you have a fantastic day, and I'll see you next time.